up to the boys. Fox and Shane, set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a pillow time red. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane, hanging out with Fox. Weekly? Didn't we skip a week? We missed one. <laughs> yes. And Churchy. <laughs> and Rory. And Rory. Hey. Live studio audience. Today, we are talking about Keyforge, a game of unique decks. Hey, mate, I'll, do, I'll do the explaining. Uh, was it a flash <laughs> in the pan? Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> Who's Pan? Pam. Who's Pam? Pam. Yeah, we are talking about keyboards today. <laughs> yes, we are. Before that, mm. um, you said you had something for me. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know you guys also listening and or watching. Let me know in the comments. Let us know in the comments your hobby habits. What is something that you have to do every time you hobby? Ooh. Because for me, it's rinse out my paint cup, my okay. water cup, okay, and refresh my palette every Whoa. time. Every time. Yeah, yeah. I just what I, if, I have to. I don't know why. I'd... What if on your wet palette all you have is like two colours? Two little dots in the corner. Will you just go to the other I'll corner? I'll rehydrate it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, let us know in the comments what you do. What's the habit you do? What do you do? What's your habit every time you hobby? You have to do something. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah. Good question. I have to... Yeah, not much. No, no, I don't. I don't know. Like my setup is always exactly the same, though. Yeah, that's probably true for everyone. I've got like my so I, I fold a paper towel. Yep. In half and half again. Yes, double half. Yep. Yep. And Quarters tuck it even. slightly under the uh, wet palette. Oh, you got the old fold and tuck. The old fold and tuck, so it sits mm. just a little bit under the wet palette, so it stays there. Don't know about that. The wet palette's now on a slight angle. Yeah. I mean, we're talking <laughs> unregisterable <laughs> levels. And my cup is above. Yeah, so everything is in exactly the same space. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I'm done with paints, they, uh, paint brushes, they go on the exact same spot. Nice. So I guess that's a habit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But let us know if yeah. you do weird stuff like Shane, <laughs> like rinsing out his paint pot. Oh, I better turn my phone on silent. Indeed. Hey, it's someone saying, my hobby habits. No, that doesn't make any sense. The that's, episode's not live. It doesn't work like that. Keyforge. Keyforge. Why on earth are we talking about Keyforge? I don't know, man. It's just a game that came and went yeah. back in an innocent time of 2018. Uh, to be young. <sighs> so Keyforge is a card game. And this is only the second time we've talked about a card game on the mm. podcast. The other one was Wartide. Correct. Mm. Check out Wartide. Yeah. Um, which is still going. Yes, it is still Which going. Is still going. <laughs> yeah. Which is still going. And, and going more and more than it was when we talked about it. Yeah, great. So yeah. go check out Wartide. Now, yep. card games are tabletop games. They so are. They're played on a table. They fall into our massive banner yep. of tabletop podcasts. Mm. So it's okay. We're allowed to talk about it's, this. I'm no convincing myself. Yeah, you're, you're saying like you have to justify it. Like someone out there watching says, no, you can't. What do you call me? What do you call me? (laughs) You cannot talk about card games. So there's a reason we're talking about Keyforge. Yep. Uh, Mostly because we got randomly talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, After the last episode, we sort of just started talking about like, wait, 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 wait. This is interesting content. Because Keyforge is interesting. Yes, it is. So Keyforge is a card game where quite simply, just like all the other card games, uh, like it's Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, etc. You got a deck of cards and you do stuff. In Keyforge, yep. you put down monsters, try and control the field, generate ember, 
and use that ember to forge keys. First person to forge three keys mm-hmm. wins. It's a pretty simple game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The intrigue around it comes from the fact that it has procedurally generated decks. Yes. Every deck is unique. Completely unique. Which no is crazy. two decks on planet Earth and Keyforge are the same. Except for the two that come in the starter set. No. Yeah. I watched Rodney, Rodney Smith play it. No. And he said in the starter box, there are two decks that come as a intro decks. What? And then there are two sealed decks. What? He said- Oh, so there's intro my decks. My boy Rodney right. said there are two decks in there that are used as an introduction. Okay. That are, that are not sealed. Sure. And then it comes with two additional random sealed decks. So every deck that you can play Keyforge with that's not the introduction game- Yes. <laughs> is completely unique. Yes. And if you want to play the introduction game over and over again- You can. You can. For whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, so every- Regardless of that caveat, <laughs> every deck in Keyforge is 100% unique in- Except for the intro decks. In its- card makeup yeah yeah and also each deck has a procedurally generated name yeah and artwork and artwork which is crazy it's awesome because like that means they're only printing you know other card games they'll print a ton of cards yep they'll print thousands of this one card because the front and the back of the potions did you have in pokemon totally Mm. yeah uh, three or four (laughs) whereas because the card back is unique to you they're printing the this card once, yeah. just once. It's crazy just to think they have to set that up yeah. to print once. Yeah, so they've got a printer that runs off magic. <laughs> magic. But I did say that each Excuse deck me. is unique yep. and has a unique name mm. procedurally generated, which leads me to our new segment that I'd like to introduce <laughs> called Three Archons and a Dud. Okay. Brought to you by Skulk Bakery. So- what you need to do, Shane, I'm going to read you four yep. names of decks. Okay. And you're going to tell me which are actual Keyforge decks. Yep. Or rather, which one isn't. First of all, what's an Archon? So, an Archon is... Um, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. <laughs> but, it like, might... an Archon is what the deck... The deck is the deck is the Archon. Okay. Yeah. Basically. Is in like, you, the controller of the deck? Are you the Archon? So the Archon is the picture on the back of the card and the name of the deck is the Archon's name. Okay. So I'm sure there's lore there, but I've forgotten it. <laughs> it's not important when you're doing a whole episode dedicated nah. to a game to know stuff about the actual game. Not at all. I don't think. All right. Hit, hit us with these four Archons. Okay. The first, the droid that coughs on demographics. Mm-hmm. Sweetie Dazzle, the Barber Ripper. You following? Yes, I'm following. Is that three? That's two. Oh, Sweetie Dazzle, the Barber Ripper. Yeah. Barber right. Ripper, as in someone who cuts hair, Yeah, but also murders women in the night. Maybe women. Okay. <laughs> or it's a barber who does ripping, mm-hmm. like of CDs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Like the emperor that pays for boys. That's awful. Wang, the suddenly bruised. So, hang on. Yep. So hit us again. There's Wang the suddenly bruised. Yep. The emperor that pays for boys. Yep. Sweetie Dazzle the barber ripper. Okay. And the droid that coughs on demographics. I'm gonna say the dud is the droid that coughs on demographics. Ding 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 ding. He lost. All four of them are archons. 
It's terrible. They're you all did, terrible names. Yeah, and you did that to me once, and I've been wanting to pay you back. Where you were like, oh, I can't remember what it was, but you made me. It was AI. It was Chat GPT. That's right. Or me. And you wrote none of them or all of them. I can't remember. All of them were written by me. Yeah, and you yeah. made me pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. ever since then, I was like, I'm going to get you back. That's that's. You fine. could never have won that game. I could never have won that game. If it uh, if it makes you happy, t- the Wang. Wang the Suddenly Bruised and The Emperor That Pays for Boys are both on the banned deck list. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. There's, that was one flaw with Keyforge was that some of the names would land the decks on the banned list. I'm not big on cancel culture, but The Emperor Who Pays for Boys should, should be, be forgotten about. <laughs> yes. So, congratulations, you won. Oh, and because a this, Yeah, well, this was brought to you by Skulk Bakery. So you I- keep saying that we have these sponsors, but I'm not seeing no bakery money. So, take a piece of bread. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Rory, Churchy, would you like a piece of bread? Oh, good. I made this an hour ago. <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Give that to Churchy. He'll, he'll regret not having it. Hey, he's missing out. You made this? Yeah, I made that. Yeah. I'll continue made to that. eat that later off camera. <laughs> no, no, you can eat it now because no, I'm no, going to do some no, talking. No, no. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I should have. like a cloud. <laughs> it, is, it is fluffy. So, well done. That's hope, a very nice bread. Hopefully, um, that segment can come back. <laughs> but I mean, it's bread. Bread. Huh? good. I'll take more bread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we might have to start winning some games, dude. No, so, okay. all right, we talked yeah. about Keyforge. We are talking about Keyforge. The decks are unique. Yep. You can't change them, they're not customizable. No. You can't so swap not, out cards. Yeah, no, no deck building. Which is great. Yeah. Because it means if you buy a deck, that's it. Fifteen dollars Australian. Yep. Or I think on release they're like twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty dollars Australian. You buy your deck and you're in, and you can play the game. Who? And it was it was it was mentioned that these would all be balanced. Mm-hmm. So all these decks are balanced against each other. So unlike other card games at the time, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic: The Gathering, Duel Masters, etc., you would just be forking out hundreds of dollars yep. for a competitive deck because you're trying to buy particular cards to build your deck around, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you just go to a, like a... You, there's a lot of great like online stores. Yeah, like Guff. Yeah, yeah, great. Yep. <laughs> they have a, a heap of cards and you just go, all right, I'll build my deck. Here's the list that I got off the net because yep. someone else is playing this and it's good. I need these cards. I need these cards. Add to cart, make my deck. So it's like meta deck building. Like we That's see as is. in like meta list building. Yeah. For like Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Cool. Yep, it's called net decking. Uh, not net listing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Um, so, this was going to eliminate that. Yep. You just need one deck. Um, and maybe you'll get a couple if you want different play styles, etc. But this was revolutionary at the time, but it's quite ambitious. Yes. Because it, it basically means that you buy one deck and you buy a deck. Yep. And when we play, whoever has better mastery of their individual deck... Mm-hmm. Um, is going to be the winner. So it's it's trying to reward more experience and yeah. skill with a particular deck. Yeah, and it's really great because yeah. you you need to figure out your own combos and whatever. Yep. Um, and you'll never play the, against the same deck twice ever, which is another. Oh, uh, as in different opponents. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or the same opponent, but oh yeah, yeah, like this, he could use the same deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you play three different decks, I'll yeah. never play against those with anyone else. No. So yeah. that's really cool as well. But when you hear about this game, you go, that's too ambitious. Who on earth 
who on earth is making this? Because unless it's smart enough, who's smart enough? Yeah, is this some new person who's just got this ridiculous Kickstarter crowdfunding ambition idea, like mm. the little uh, air umbrella? Huh? Did you ever see those umbrellas where it was like supposed to shoot air out the top? Oh, and it was shot air so that the rain would never hit you. Okay, because it's like the rain's coming down, but the air is shooting off to the side. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're just holding a stick. Yeah, and air is the barrier. Did it work? No, it didn't. It wasn't enough air. Exactly, I guess. <laughs> but also, like, where's the power come from if you're just holding a stick? A battery, a fan. You blow into the end of it. <laughs> Constantly. Because the rain doesn't stop. So you can't stop. Anyways. Okay. The person who created this game is called Richard Garfield. Richard Garfield. Yes. Uh, he, now, he's created... What's good is he had a bit of a, a repertoire. Yep. So he'd... he'd helped produce 20 games. Wow. So he knows what he's doing. Some of the games were Android Netrunner, Battletech TCG, Star Wars Trading Card Game, and most notably, Magic the Gathering. Wow. So this is being made by the guy who made Magic the Gathering. Who started Magic the Gathering or yeah. who helped at some point in time? No, no, no. He was the, like, like the one founder. One of the co-founders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the original. Wow. Chiseled name OG. in the- Yeah, yeah. Mm. An OG. And so- then you go, all right, this isn't just some unknown, ambitious concept. Yep. He knows how to make card games. If someone's going to do it, it's this yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, fun fact about- uh, Richard Garfield. Richard Garfield is that he's the great, great grandson of former US President James A. Garfield. Oh, yeah. So, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Related to a president. That's pre I mean, that's pretty cool. Anyway, so the mastermind has created a, a game yep. with a really tight rule set um, and actually- delivered on this idea mm -hmm. sounds incredible right yeah and it was it was i remember when it came out you were hyped i bought a deck and then we couldn't play because we're all in lockdown yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so upon release of this game i want to i want to take people back to 2018 oh man to think of 2018 as an innocent time mm. i remember being in 2018 and thinking like this time sucks it gets worse yeah let's go back and tell ourselves Invest in Bitcoin and it gets worse. <laughs> and it gets worse. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, although 2018 might have been the peak. Anyways. Mm. Sell. <laughs> sell. Who are, you, who are you telling? Yeah. Um, so, so we, we've, hear, we've heard about this game. Yep. A lot of us have fallen out of Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, there was a large group I played with, like my boss, and there was like a heap of people at work and yep. whatever. And, and yourself and others. Um. And it was, it sounded like the perfect game because the game itself is quite simple. Yep. But this really cool concept of having a unique deck, it, that, like that barrier for those other games has been removed. I was never interested in um, like magic or Pokemon or, or um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like sure. as the game itself. I had yeah. like the cards, never magic cards, but I had Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon cards. Yeah. But um, I was never really into a card game like this but yeah. then when you brought it up and you said hey this game you know you buy one deck and that's it yeah i was like okay i could i could do that yeah you know yeah and it was great for that reason and yep. it got super popular straight away and people are opening things and discovering you're reading your silly archon names and you're looking through and you're like what combo of factions has this got yeah sweet how does it play you read through your cards you're trying to figure out your combos you're playing against each other it was amazing yeah and um was really good for a few months and then you could do these really cool sealed events where you would just buy a, a deck display yep which had like 12 decks in it and you would 
all just random, shuffle them up, give them to people, mm-hmm. and you would all take one each and, and play a little tournament. Yeah. And then add that deck. Now that you know how to play that deck, you add it to your repertoire. Your yeah. little, I said, I've said repertoire three times. Well, it's I don't a, actually know what it's it means. It's a word. Yeah, it is a word. <laughs> so, what happened? Yes, what did happen? There's two big problems with Keyforge. Mm-hmm. As we were repping out these games, we noticed two main things. And the first was, as we were playing, I'm like, hmm, that guy's deck, I know it says it's balanced, but that feels a lot stronger than mine. Yep. Um, maybe he's just better. So we would swap decks. All the time we would swap decks. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I was like, okay, oh, now I'm winning every game. Yep. Let's swap back. Okay, now you've won three in a row. I think it's quite safe to say that, deck that deck's better OP. than this deck. Yep. So let's play it against another one. Maybe yeah. it's a paper, scissors, rock thing. Yeah, yeah. You've got the rock. I've just got some scissors. Yeah, yeah. Let's go get my paper. <laughs> All right, your rock crushed my paper too. <laughs> it's a rock. And then it, sort of at the same time, we're repping this out and playing this. Some online, uh, some websites yep. come out where you have the ability to scan your deck and it gives you a score. Because each deck has a QR code. Yeah. Yep. So you can scan it, which is another cool feature. You could always scan it into your app. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could make notes about your deck and keep a log of it in this app. Yep. Wins and losses, keep all that stuff, um, which is great. Um, but yeah, the QR code allowed you to also, uh, you, you also got a deck ID number. So you could import that ID number okay. into the website and it would be like, okay, out of out of 100 or 110 or whatever, mm. this is a rating we're giving you a deck based on its efficiency and its synergies. And you were like, oh no, first of all, I suspected this game wasn't balanced. Yep. But now you're telling me we can just jump on this website, scan our deck, and know straight away. see if it's under 50, it's like, what's even worth playing it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the the worst part was, anecdotally, it looked very accurate. Yeah. So, like, we would scan... There was, like, two decks we sort of had in our player group um, that one guy had both of them. Yeah. And we were, we were suspicious that they were really strong. Yeah, yeah. And we scanned them in, and they were, like, really high. Okay. And we're like, well, that kind of confirms that... Those decks are too powerful. Those scores are kind of accurate and that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And so for a game where the, the biggest appeal is that you can just buy a deck and it's balanced, you can yeah. start playing competitively with it straight away. Having a poor balance is kind of a drawback. Yeah. I don't think anything can ever be balanced though. Sure. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, now I could be wrong, but I, I've even heard that chess isn't balanced. Right. That's interesting. You know, um, it's, it's, I think I think it's white has a higher win rate, but it's like by like one percent. Right, like sure. That. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, is that because I don't know anything because they chess, go first. Maybe do they go first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I, I'm not a chess grandmaster. Yeah. So I don't know anything either. But yeah, and I guess there's a difference between if we played ten games and you won six out of ten. Yeah, uh, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if you win a nine out of ten, yeah, or eight out of ten, yeah. even, yeah, yeah, and the game boasts that it. That wouldn't be the case. Yeah. Um, th- th- I think that's where it gets rough. Mm. And because you can't make your deck any better. Yeah. There's no, because it's like, well, if this deck isn't good, then it goes in the bin. Yep. I can't improve it. I can't yep. get new cards to throw in there. Um, the other issue with it was, although every deck was truly unique, you was you played and they didn't feel like they were truly unique. Yeah. Because the pool of cards was kind of small. Yeah. Because although the set might have 300 cards. Yeah. It's split into seven factions. 
and each of these factions, you get one, you get three of these seven in your deck randomly. So, for example, I've got a couple of decks here. <laughs> um, Nielsen of the Mage Park Plinth uh, has a faction called Brobna, Sanctum, and Logos. Okay. Um, you can't really see it, but there's a little Archon back here with my little things. Yep. And each faction has 12 cards, making a deck of 36 cards. Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. And so, the thing is, if each faction, let's let's use Logos for an example, Logos, uh, they might have a grand pool of 100 cards, and this deck algorithm will pull 12 of them yep. and put them in your deck. Yep. Um, eventually, over the course of playing these games, you see all the Logos cards. Yep. And you, you figure out how they all kind of work together. And it although your deck doesn't exist anywhere else, you're playing Help from Future Self and a Brain Eater. Yep. Just like everyone else is yeah, in Logos. Yeah. yeah, you might you might be the only one in the world that has two copies of yep. this one and, and one copy of that and three of another. But they're the same cards and I'm used to seeing them. Yep. I can see them on your deck list. I know they're coming. So the two things I had going for it, which were balance and, and unique experiences between games and unique combos, mm-hmm. were kind of gone once you got through the first set because you were like, okay, well, the you game's know, not actually balanced. Yeah. And we, we've repped this out enough that, like, it doesn't, your unique deck doesn't feel unique. Yeah, because you know the cards. You know the cards. All the combos are the same. Yep. And all the cards are the same. It's just the distribution of them that's slightly different. You could have two decks that are different because they have only one one single card difference correct you may come across that yeah that's possible yeah yeah um so luckily both problems were in theory fixable yep and it all hinged on whatever they did with their next set Mm -hmm. so so far we're just talking about the first set yep came out massive hype some problems game was still great but it fizzled down as people had played more games because there was You'd, you'd be, you'd, you came to that situation where you're playing against the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you realized, well, okay, this game, if it's not balanced, people are out there just chasing these really expensive decks. Yeah, yeah. And we're and now we're just like every other card game where instead of buying boosters to try and get some good cards to be able to sell and make our net lists, we're just buying deck boxes and scanning them all in and throwing out anything under 60. Yeah. So, so you, you buy a deck box, you scan it, you find one that's like a 99. Yeah. That's gone on eBay for like a grand. Well... It, yeah, you could. You definitely could because people yeah. were just blind buying high, um, high-rated high decks. Yeah. Um, really, the deck system has always only ever been a measure, like the deck rating system has only ever been a measure of of when to investigate a deck. Okay, yeah. Basically, if you see something 99, you go, okay, that's obviously come up with some good synergies or whatever. I should play that. Yeah. The rule, every Keyforge person will always tell you, just play the decks. Yeah. That's going to tell you how good it is. There are decks that win tournaments with low ratings. Yeah. But typically the rule is the more consistent it is, the more it'll show up on that rating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people... So yeah, you would. You would just scan them through. You'd be like, Hi, all, all my 80s, I'll just play those. I'm not going to waste my time with those 60s and 70s. No. I'll just hit the 80s. I'll sell my 90s, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then it became kind of a whale hunting game like all of them. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, I got into this because of the prospect of buying a handful of decks and that was it. And just mm. playing, being able to show up to tournaments with that was appealing. Mm. But now that it's just like everything. Anyways, so they needed to fix those two things and they could do that if they released 
a white, a huge range of new cards, new combos, maybe some new factions, um, and and made the balance better in the second set. Okay. So made the <clears throat> make the second set more interesting to play. Yep. And make the balance better. Does that Fix mean? The balance does issues. that mean you would no longer see cards from the first set? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the tricky thing is they probably would have had to make the second set stronger than the first set. Yep. So that you people only started playing the second set onwards, but just have that strength balanced. Yeah. Um. So that's one way they could have fixed it. Yep. But ultimately, the second set came out called Age of Ascension. Okay. And it didn't add any new factions. Okay. Added a couple new mechanics, but all the factions were the same, and they even brought re rebrought in some old cards as well. Oh yeah. So it kind of flopped. It flopped hard. People wanted something fresh and new. And they and didn't interesting, deliver. And they did not deliver that. Yeah. Not at all. So that's where actually a, a large part of the um, player base stopped. Yeah. Uh, there was a massive drop off after Age of Ascension, uh, which is a shame because if people had have held out, the next few expansions that came after that were fantastic. Do you think the following expansions were uh, like a, a panic mode, like crap? the last one flopped let's make sure this doesn't flop like did they did they choose not to listen to the players after the first sorry before the second set came out and they've gone no no, no mm. we've got ideas we'll do this and they've gone ah crap it didn't work yeah i mean i've, I've got no idea mm. i've got no idea i think age of ascension was planned like the first expansion was planned basically from day dot okay uh, yeah of so course. it was You'd have that in the pipeline yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and I feel like a lot of thought went into the next two. So, it doesn't feel like a knee jerk. Potentially, yep. they got uh, a bit wild with the next two sets uh, in a good way. Possibly them going, all right, well, Age of Ascension was a very safe set. Yep. Uh, and it didn't work. So, yep, I mean, we've just got to turn it up. Yep. They could possibly. Or maybe they had it all planned from, mm. the, from the day. Who knows? Um, so, the first set came out November 2018. Yep. Age of Ascension came out in May 2019. So, okay. was that five, April, May? Yeah, six, five, six months. Six months. Yeah. yeah, so a pretty good turnaround. But six months in a card game is a long time. Yep. When you've been repping out the same decks and seeing the same opponents mm -hmm. um, over and over again, it, it was a long gap. Okay. So, people kind of just crawled their way through to that set. And when it didn't deliver, that's yeah. why there was such a big yep. exodus. Yeah. We waited this long and we've been given this. Yeah. 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 Six months after that world... Worlds Collide came out, which yep. actually brought some new factions. Oh, new factions. Which made things, and a few new mechanics, which mm -hmm. made things really interesting. Um, it was a great set. The new factions were fantastic. And then Mass Mutation came out um, six months. They're sort of all six months apart. Mass Mutations came out after that, and that added, um, oh gosh, what's it called? Enhancements. Okay. Which is a really cool mechanic as well. So those two sets were both really great yep unfortunately they both dropped i mean worlds collide was november 2019 mm. and mass mutations was july 2020 okay so we're peak COVID now yeah yeah um so so worlds collide got a little bit of play yep. before COVID. yeah and then mass mutations was just in COVID. yeah because there's just was, no games being played yeah yeah exactly they have a yep. they had an online thing which is great yep. um it's an unofficial thing called the crucible online still oh, yeah. still around so still oh, that, that's because you could scan your deck and then play it online right yeah exactly yep. um and you could even like use other people's decks oh, okay so a lot of people were if they wanted to buy a deck yeah they would play that a heap first and then be yep. like yeah it's actually it's actually worth the 99 rating 
gives yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, it allowed for a lot of tournaments, but again, Age of Ascension had already soured the well with a mm. lot of people, poisoned the well. Yeah. And then Dark Tidings was set to come out in March 2021. And I remember getting around this because some of the mechanics they talked about, I'd heard that the previous two sets were really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, here we go. Uh, two sets really good. Maybe I'll get back into Keyforge. Dark Tidings then talked about this new mechanic called a Tide mechanic. Okay. And that was really interesting. And an uh, evil twin deck. Okay. And, and everyone was like, it raised a lot of eyebrows and people were pretty hyped. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember the consensus was like, this is, this is going to be really good when you combine this with the previous two sets of enhancements yep. and new factions. This is And Dark Tidings came out and it's so aptly named because it brought with it Dark Tidings for Keyforge. Okay. Because it under-delivered hard. Uh, it was for it was woeful. It was complicated and it restricted it did more restricting than anything. Is this set four now? Fourth this expansion? is set oh, sorry, Yeah, the the fourth expansion, expansion. Fourth expansion. The fifth set. So Call okay. of the Archons, Age of Ascension, then World Collide, yep. Worlds Collide, then Mass Mutations, then Dark Tidings. Okay. And Dark Tidings was March 2021. Yep. And that's the last set that was ever released by Fantasy Flight Games. Wow. So it's now been two years. Yep. And then not long after Dark Tidings came out, or six months, I think, um, Fantasy Flight Games announced that the algorithm for Keyforge was broken. Okay. And needed to be rebuilt from the ground up. Wow. So Keyforge is going on a hiatus. Okay. Yeah. So, which is interesting because, so the algorithm uh, around Keyforge is basically like a lot of people probably listen and go, well, if you just threw. 36 cards together random cards yeah of course you're gonna have balance issues like what how do they work together some might not work together yeah it's not as wild as that yeah 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 um the algorithm splits it up into factions and all your factions you only play one faction at a time in the game yeah so it's it's kind of easier to balance and there in the algorithm it has things where it's like it would it would tell you if this person has a card that needs an artifact, also include an artifact in the deck. Yes. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. If they have a thing, a card that says, search your deck for this, make sure that's in the deck. Yeah. Um, if this thing requires lots of monsters, don't give them no monsters. Mm-hmm. So the algorithm would have all of these little uh, rules yep. in it. So it's a weird concept to say that it's suddenly broke and they can't print decks. Mm. And it's interesting that they say that six months after the worst release that they've had. Yep. So there's conspiracies around. Of course. <laughs> around. It's, it's a game and, it, and it's on the internet. Of course, there's conspiracies. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. So yeah. one thing was uh, Fantasy Flight Games, who produced this game, uh, uh, that was created by Richard Garfield. Yep. Um, I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. I, could, I caught a whiff of my bread and I got distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, so... What was I saying? It's Fantasy Flight That's games. right. Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, so, <laughs> the algorithm was broken. Yes. They quite had quite broken. They had a ransomware attack at some point. Yep. And people were like, oh, the ransomware got the algorithm. So, someone was unhappy with Maybe. the fifth set and they've sent the ransomware in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and they had no backups, which was, it's a weird, weird idea. Everyone has backups. Exactly. Yeah. Another idea was that they actually, during COVID, did la- they did do layoffs. And they're like, yeah. maybe they fired the algorithm guy uh, and then a ransomware thing came out. 
or they fired the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the fired the algorithm guy, and he's gone. This will show them. Yeah, yeah. I'll take Alt F four. Yeah, and then left. Yeah. Highlights a line of code. <laughs> delete. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> yeah. um, and another theory is that the algorithm was never broken. They just wanted a way to get out of Keyforge without mm. admitting that the game failed. Yeah. Because they wanted the opportunity to later try and sell it to someone else, and if they yeah. say, "Hey, the game failed. Buy yeah. it. You won't." But if they're like, "Oh, hey, this game." Uh, is really good, but we just need you to rebuild it the just algorithm. Needs some fixing, yeah, you yeah, fix it, yeah. and you got a grant. There's so it's many like selling a car, dude. yeah, it's yeah. Like, it, it's it's good car. You just need yeah. it just needs a little bit of work, you know, yeah. a little bit of love. You just put a wheel on that, and yeah, you got yeah. a brand new car and an engine cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I'll take it without, but it's a hundred dollars less. So, who knows what happened? Yeah, but Fantasy Flight Games has now sold. Uh, Keyforge yep. to a company called Ghost Galaxy okay. who their campaign they did a crowdfund for a new set yep. um, called Wings of Exchange mm-hmm. they crowdfunded it and that's coming out in July oh wow okay so yeah. like in a month's time well sorry everyone that kickstarted the oh crowdfunded sorry because it yep. was on GameFound crowdfunded the game already have their copies or are yep. getting their copies and they're playing the game this new set from the new company who somehow fixed the algorithm yep and retail is expected to be in July. Okay. So, it's coming out in retail in July. Yeah. So, Keyforge ain't dead. No. It didn't hear no bell. <laughs> well, it did. It died. Yeah. <laughs> there was no pulse. It, it, yeah, For exactly. two years. <laughs> but then someone came along, Ghost Galaxy, went, clear. <clears throat> yeah. And, and here we are. It is sputtered back into life. What's interesting is that the owner of Ghost Galaxy, I forget his name, is the founder of... Fantasy Flight Games. Okay. Who since he's obviously left, created his own company and now bought a title from his previous company. It's amazing, like, with all these game industries and that. It's like everyone's been in bed with everybody, you know? Yeah. Like, what's the the Manzi guys once worked for GW or whatever? Oh, for sure. it's, It's just like everyone's just been at it. Yeah. And they're just changing... Change shirts. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. It's it was funny kind of looking through some of the Keyforge history and going, yeah. so the company that owns it is ran by the guy that started the company that, that, that used to own it and, yeah. it's, and backed it by a creator who made Magic the Gathering, who's the f- uh, great-grandson of a former US president. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, like, what is this? It's like a go. Yeah. Yeah. And so they made a game that was uh, purely... A, ambitious and had mm. never been done before and was a huge like the hype for the game was up here and then six months later no yeah. one's talking about it and then it started to pick up again and then it disappeared again yeah and then it got cancelled oh wait no it's coming out again <laughs> it's just been a wild ride yeah um exploring Keyforge. i feel like if the first set wasn't as good as it was you know like yeah. it didn't have the play base that it did and it and it and it had just had the hype yeah. It would be easy to look at it as like a cash grab. Yeah, for it's sure. Like any early access game that comes on Steam, yeah. you know, that just like all of a sudden gets abandoned six months into development, you know, or, or Kickstarters that don't follow through. Yeah. You know, like, like the umbrella. Like the like the umbrella. Mm. Or one that I backed, which I'm getting awfully worried about. Um, Star Citizen? Nah, it's not. <laughs> 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 right, um, um, you know, like you could easily look at it and be like, wow, were they just trying to make some cash? Yeah. But 
I feel like because the first one did so well and it delivered so well, yeah, maybe there was just a couple of errors yeah. done, you know, a few uh, wrong turns in, in development. and, and- 100%. And it was just a, f- a, f- a few slight missteps. Yep. Um, and I think the biggest thing that killed it anecdotally for our group was just the balance issue mm. and like, and how big it was. Yeah. Like, I think if um, the balance had been, you're talking like 10% between decks, you yeah. go, of course. Of yeah, course. yeah. You can't make... And if the balance issue was simply that some decks had combos more consistently, yep. that's okay. Yeah. You know, if you can more consistently do the thing that faction does than I can, I mean, that's just nice. Yeah, Good yeah. job. But it was so much more than that to the yep. point where like you could play a deck and you it felt garbage. Mm-hmm. It felt disjointed. It felt like, and then you you've got another one that you play and it feels seamless. Yep. And it was just so night and day, and you you could take a singular game to do it, and you're just like, okay, the balance issue is just so massive that we are just going to be deck hunting. Yep. And it's gonna it's never going to become a game where you netlist and you go and try and no. build that, but it is going to be a game where you spend that same amount of money trying to get those gold tier decks. Yeah, yeah. As the, as you would if you were building a deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, buying individual cards and yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. So, so you mentioned earlier that decks could be banned. Now I know, like, cards can be banned for, from other games, right? Yeah. So like, could you not just ban a powerful deck? You could. You definitely could. And like, if I you're think- playing with your mates, sorry, if you're playing with your mates mm. and like, you know, Steve just runs in with this deck that stomps everyone every time. Yeah, you'd be like. You're not bringing that deck this tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you definitely can. You can do that anytime. Yeah. You just beat the you beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'd be like, you we bring that deck. You're not going home with that deck. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate, not unfortunately. A lot of the uh, Keyforge stuff were was like proper, if I recall, proper sanctioned Keyforge events. Yep. They would give you a lot of like um, actual Keyforge products to be able to run proper tournaments. Yep. And so I think a little bit of the power is taken away from the tournament organizers in that regard because you don't want people complaining that oh this this guy kicked me out of the thing because I played a deck I bought this deck yeah why can't I use yeah, it yeah well because it's good that's not my fault yeah it's it's their game mm. and also the logistical nightmare of like if that person's traveling around to tournaments and the, like tournament organizers can't really be on top of everyone's deck no but yeah would they not know the name of the deck or the number of the deck. No. Nah, no, nah. because nah. you've got Fair. so many people that have like, especially when people are opening, there's, um, I don't know how many million decks okay. that have been scanned into people's Keyforge things. Yeah. Um, it's on their website. I think there used to be a counter. But yeah, anyway, so there's so many decks out there. A lot of people who play Keyforge have opened 50 plus decks yep. and they can rock up any day with an insane deck. Mm. Um, I mean, luckily, I think it's way more balanced now because yep. the sheer weight of decks that are out there and- um and all that i think it's kind of leveled itself out there's you see people winning with uh just like regular scored decks okay um that just play it just plays really well and 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 they play it really well so which is encouraging and that's the exciting part of the game yeah and it's still a great game mechanically it's fantastic um you can play any deck from any set against any deck from any set oh yeah so you take these regular old boring original sets we got yeah and you go play something like mass mutations they're doing all crazy stuff but like we're still in the game together yeah you know yeah it's still 
balanced. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> yeah. So Keyforge is great. I'm really interested to see what this new set by this new company, a fresh face, yep. um, what it looks like in July um, mm. and how long it sticks around and see how it goes. Be interesting. But yeah, that's Keyforge. It didn't die. If you heard of it once and it was a whisper and you're like, where did that go? It's coming back. It's coming back. Mm. Very makes, soon. Makes in a think. month or two. Makes you think. Makes, makes you think. <laughs> so we want to know. Mm. I want to know because mm. I was messaging and chatting to people on forums all week. Yeah, you've been like all up in that well, I've been all up page. in that. Yeah. 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 You say forums, but it's Facebook. Yeah, and Reddit. <laughs> and Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only two I know. <laughs> and 4chan, man. 4chan. I'm on the boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to know, like, if you've played Keyforge, when? How long for? Yeah. Where was the drop-off for you? Have mm. you loved it? There's so many people that have just been in it and hyped the whole time. Yeah. And I love that. And they watch it. And people have been talking about how they watch, like, the scene around them kind of dwindle. Yeah. And p- pick back up and dwindle and pick back up. But they're the, they're the constant. They've been that little flame that's yeah. kept it going. Yeah. yeah well done. Why? Well done to Why? those people that <laughs> yeah. keep any community going. For sure. You know, it is a hard thing to do. Mm. And if everyone you know stops playing it, but you're just, you know, you're still plodding along and then they want to jump back in. Yeah. Sweet. I cool. did I did see something just before that, like... Um, there's a, a new thing where you scan your decks in to claim ownership of it. Okay. Um, and once you have ownership of it, you can actually get it like custom printed. Oh, right. So you can change the borders and I think the background and stuff. Oh, nice. So you would custom order it from Ghost Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something that they mentioned that they were doing. I was that's like, pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And I'm like, of course, why wouldn't it? Because previously you'd be like, well, why would they just turn the printer on for one deck yeah, yeah. that they're never going to print again. That's what they do. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's the whole the, thing. That's the whole MO. That's the whole game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Anyways. Cool. Jump in the Discord, chat to us about Keyforge. Yeah. Because we'll be playing it yeah. a, a bit. You can, you can find links to that on hobbyhomies.com. Mm. Uh, we also have links to our Patreon. For as little as two bucks a month, you get early access to videos like this, battle reports and all that kind of fun stuff, um, which I found on our second channel. Also links in the description for that. Links down there. Down there. Yeah, that's it. Anytime, if you want uh, video content and you're only subscribed to this channel, you won't see it. Nah. So you got to go to that other one. Yep. Sub. And if we ever release a video, it'll go there. It's slowly. I'm, I'm slowly re-upping, which is a, a term the kids use these days. Re-upping everything onto that. He's re-upping everyone. Yep. I yep. want you to know. No cap. No. Jeez. Oh, that's so mid, dude. <laughs> I mean, go off, King. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah, massive <laughs> shout out to our patrons. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing what we do. What would we be doing? Doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Not this, that's Not for this. sure. <laughs> As always, we have Burnsy, Final Dinosaur, Lethal, Gridlock, Axe, Annex, MJ, Whack the Ewok, Test Dummy, and Black Apollo. We got Brandon W, Moose, Elko, Churchy. Thanks, Churchy. Rad, Ollie, Hawkers, Penny, Agro, Don Hua, Don, Pure Blind, and Big Butch. You're all amazing. Your continued support allows us to buy Keyforge deck after Keyforge deck. And that's all. That's yeah. all we have money for. Also, make sure you guys get to PAX Australia okay. in Melbourne in October. I'll be there. Oh, I might. No, yeah, I well, yeah. I have been blessed with a media pass. What? Mm. What do you do with that? film stuff <laughs> okay i'll be there then <laughs> a few homies will be there so check it out goes for three days and maybe we can catch up and have a beer and then shane will re-up it i'll re-up it <laughs> no cap peace for real <laughs> for real f up f Woo! big up to the boys fox and shane set your mind's free no locks and chains do what you love roll the dice 50 50 we
we cold as ice.